morning. Welcome to the channel. Let me turn this down a little bit. Is that better? Can't hear you. <laughs> Don't have much room to stand today because of all the snow here. And I got a lot of students coming up and down this crosswalk here. So uh, praise God. So uh, let's pray. Lord, I thank you that we can come out in the street. We can lift the word of God. We can lift the banner. We can intercede for souls. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing out here. In your name, Jesus. Amen and amen. So right across the street here is uh, University of Colorado, CU, what they call it. And uh, about a block down is uh, Highway 20, uh, 28th Street or Highway 36. That's the, goes from Boulder to Denver. And then right off here, this baseline road behind me goes up to Chautauqua Park. It's a real famous lodge and famous park that sits at the base of these mountains. It's beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. And uh, the lodge is absolutely pristine, built back in the 1900s. And uh, then the Flatirons here, and the Flatiron Mountains, and the Flagstaff Mountain. It's really beautiful here. And uh, this here is Broadway. This is Highway 93. On Friday, I'll go down Highway 93 all the way south to uh, Golden. I'll be in Golden on Friday. And uh, Thursday, I'll be over in Superior. So uh, this is where I'm at. And I apologize for my lack of uh, energy because uh, I'm doing something that's taking a lot of my energy away. And I've been going since early this morning. All right, so let's just get into the word here. I thank you for being here too. I really do, I appreciate it very much. Thank you for joining our class. If you're not a part of our True Study class, why not? Uh, it's a whole different uh, setting. It's a different message. It's a different delivery. It's everything's different about it. Want the mustache on my face? It's just different. Now, unless you don't like that, that's fine too. But if you haven't looked at it, then give it a try. Give it a look. We've done over 116 classes. 116? I think that's what it is. That's a lot of classes. So we're learning how to do these type of classes. That's I'm a slow learner. I guarantee you that. I, I do things slow, and I go slow, and I learn slow. But God is patient with me. God is patient with me. All right, so uh, but check that out. That's really, I, you know, and then uh, if the class looks like something you want to partake of, then uh, purchase one of our books here in a couple weeks. We'll be going into book number three. So we have eight books total. We're in number three here in a couple more weeks, or it'll be one class 131. We're in 16. So another 15 classes or so will be in, or 10, whatever it is, uh, we'll be in book three. And uh, you can go to the book patch, the book, B O K patch p-a-t-c-h dot com and then do a when you get there ignore the picture i go to the top look at the bookstore click on the bookstore i'm in the bookstore and then when you see the search bar just type in gec true study that's for gospel evangelist church gec truth study and all of our eight books will come up all eight books are there and uh they're the the price of the book is the printer's cost there's no profit there at all zero profit for us and what we did we're taking that profit and donated it to you in a roundabout way to help you pay for the shipping and handling of the book okay it's kind of how we're doing it and i'll have one more caveat uh, if you come to our class join about you know at least you know half a dozen dozen classes or so get on our sunday prayer letter and send me a picture a photograph of the book that you just purchased and i'll buy the next book so if you buy book three, I'll buy book four. Our church will buy book four for you. And we'll do that all the way through, okay? All the way through. 
and uh, hope that makes sense. If not, contact me. You can get a hold of me at my website, John C H O Q U E and uh, O R G, and that's my name plus O R G, and that'll take you to our website. And all my information is there. I'm not hidden at all. It's very, very easy to get a hold of me. I'm all over the internet. All you gotta do is do a word search. As, you know, type in my name to Google, and I come up all over the place. And uh, so when people ask me, I can't get a hold of you, John. I don't know how to get a hold of you. They're really not trying. So. I just can't stand that. I don't. In, that doesn't interest me people at all when they say that to me. When all you gotta do is click on the description box of any video, and all my contact information there. You go to our website. Everything is visible. I'm not hidden at all in any way, shape, or form by the direction of God. I used to be hidden, <laughs> not anymore. I'm. Uh, my light shines brightly with no cover over it. It never did before, but I'm talking about ministry details. All right, so when you get on the Sunday prayer letter, that's what we got here, Sunday prayer letter. We've done 247 letters now, that's, so we're kind of moving right along there. And uh, this is the February 4th to the 10th Sunday prayer letter. And we're in the season called Fire. 2020 season is, 2024 season is called Fire. That's the name of my banner. That's the name of the message. That, the me that's the core message that we're teaching all year long from January 1st to December 31st, all right? And today's, or this week's message title, the Sunday prayer letter title, is Offering Made by Fire. Offering Made by Fire, which comes out of Exodus chapter 30, verse 20 in the King James Bible. Always in the King James Bible. If you're not in the King James, that's probably your problem right there. You're not in the right book. Guarantee it. That's another story. Not going to go there. So I want to show this one more time here. So this is a diagram here. You'll see it in the Sunday prayer letter. Uh, if you go to our church, if you come to church on Wednesday night, you'll see me draw this out. And uh, this is how we're doing this year of teaching. This represents this. I got to say this every time because it's really important to understand the structure. And I talked a lot about this on Sunday. So if you haven't watched Sunday's preach, uh, I really encourage you to go over there. Stop this and go over and listen to Sunday. Then come back if you want. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, I mean, why not? Uh, and if you're not a, if you haven't joined the channel, join our ministry. You know, there's a join button right there. It's only 99 cents. That's the lowest figure that YouTube would let me allow. And what that does is it connects you with us in a sense, uh, spiritually and physically. You pay 99 cents a month, and that kind of makes you a friend of the ministry. And it's no big deal for the money, but it's, it's where you put, you put your money where your mouth is, your kind of thing. Because a lot of people come and they just take the ministry, but they don't, they don't give anything back from the ministry. You know, you can't go to a movie and pay 99 cents. You can't even go to a movie unless you steal the movie. But I understand social media is all about giving everything for free. I understand that. I watch a lot of movies. But here, a few months ago, six months ago, eight months ago, whatever it's been, I was able to uh, uh, put a join button on the channel. Not just a subscribe, but a join, J-O-I-N, join. And so that helps, not with our ministry. That doesn't help at all. There's no financial gain for us at all there. But it's a, it's a commitment on your part to do something in the ministry, to join with us. Because what that does is it helps you to uh, pray for us and intercede for us, to stand the gap for us. You become a friend of the ministry. But that's the lowest price I could set it. I couldn't go any lower than that. I would have made it a penny if I could have, you know. But uh, uh, they say 99 cents, all right. And understand too that YouTube processes all that. So they charge for their processing fees and they take a portion of that 99 cents. I think I get 69 of the 99. I think that's what it is. And that's all right. I don't really care. 
I mean, YouTube has given us a fantastic tool and a fantastic um, platform to do what we do. They they give to the to the creators, to the video people like us, uh, a lot of benefit. And so I love YouTube. I understand that, you know, I don't care about their philosophy. I'm not interested in that, but I love their platform. It seems to work really well. And anyways, so that's another, I've never talked about that ever. This is the first time I ever talked about joining the, the, the channel, you know. All right, so enough of that. Can't stand talking about giving, but I had to do that, I guess, for some reason. <clears throat> All right, so the structure, there's the structure. So in the center here is what they call an ampersand, ampersand, ampersand. And that's the 27th letter of the English alphabet. You can look it up, 27th letter. And it means an important thing's gonna happen. It means etc. it means and, it means a lot of different things. But in the King James 1611 Bible, it means something very important is taking place right here. So pay attention, eyes up, straighten up, pay attention. I'm gonna say something really important. That's kind of how God used this 27th letter, all right? So that's in the center here. Then we have a cross arm here, and we have X's here, and it's one on this side, one on that side. So on either end, we start the scriptures. We go to the first, and then we go to the last, and we go inward toward this center beam, and this center is actually a symbol to represent the soldier of Christ, which is very important, soldier of Christ. And these, all these scriptures relate to fire. So that fire comes in to the soldier of Christ and keeps that soldier on fire for God and in the fire and purified, doing the work of the ministry as a soldier of Jesus Christ. And that's how we're teaching here. So we go from one side to the other, one side to the other, one side to the other, going back and forth, back and forth, all the way to, this is so Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, and then Friday and Saturday are right in the center. Friday is the day that, uh, uh, the known day that Jesus was crucified. And Saturday is the day that he uh, set the captives free. And Sunday, which was on the ends, is when he was resurrected. So Friday and Saturday are really important. Plus Saturday is set aside as the seventh day of the week and the Lord's Sabbath. I honor the Sabbath, not in a legal Hebrew sense, but by commandment of Jesus, when I first moved to Boulder, he said, set tomorrow, which was a Friday, tomorrow aside as a Sabbath rest unto me. Spend the day with me. So I start that when I wake up, and I end that when I go to sleep. So that's a 14-hour day usually, or 20, 18, whatever it is. It's usually a very long day. And I, I celebrate the Sabbath. I rest. I take, I let go of the world. I, I just, I don't want to go into all that teaching. But anyways, so that's what this is. So let's get into it. So we're in number two here on Monday. So that's number two there and number two there. Sundays we're on both ends and we're coming inwards. I hope you got that. That's kind of hard to understand, I realize that. But if you're standing here, uh, even us in church are kind of having a hard time. This is what the Holy Ghost gave us to keep track of the 506 verses in the King James Bible with the word fire in it. So we're talking about the good fire and the bad fire. What fire does in a good sense and what fire does in a bad sense. The destruction of fire. So fire has a good attribute to it also. You know, fire made my hot water that's in my thermos right here. So, because I've, I've got hot water out here now because of the fire. If it wasn't for the fire, I'd have cold water and it's uncomfortable when it's cold outside and you have to drink hot, cold water. But I have new thermoses now the Lord blessed me with and I'm able to keep my um, uh, water hot or you know, warm. All right, so part two, Monday, we'll go to Exodus 32:20, and uh, 
And then we're going to read them both, and uh, let me, I'll talk more as I go along here. 3220, then we'll go to Revelation. I'm just going to read it, and then I'll read Revelation. All right? So we're going to go to uh, Exodus chapter 32, verse 20. All right? Now, here's the caveat here. Understand that when you first hear what I'm going to speak, it will not make any sense to your brain. But as I go along, it'll, you'll see what we're doing here. And this, because this is a major, major exercise in the spirit. We are growing our spirit. It's uh, not, we're not growing our flesh and our presence here as flesh people. We're growing our spirit. So we have a mighty, anyways, that's another story, but uh, that's what we're doing. We're build, we're exercising our spirit, getting our spirit stronger, okay? All right, so that's why it won't make any sense because you're gonna try to make sense with your brain. But listen with your spirit if you can. Okay, 32, verse 8, 20 in Exodus. And he took the calf, this is Aaron, and he took the calf which they made. That's that golden calf they made. Remember they made that golden calf when Moses went up to the hill, up to the mountain, and got to God for 40 days. They made and burnt it in the fire. So they took that idol and burned it in the fire and ground it to powder, ground it to powder, and strawed it upon the water and made the children of Israel drink of it. It's a form of punishment there, form of discipline, because they did a bad, bad thing. All right, so let's go over to Revelation 4, 5, and we'll join these two together in an unusual, peculiar way. We're peculiar people, so we study the Bible in a peculiar way. We preach the Bible in a peculiar way because we are peculiar people. Verse, okay, chapter 4 in Revelation, verse 5. And out of the throne proceedings, proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Seven spirits of God. So when you take these two verses together, you'll see here in the first verse that uh, that, that, now understand how that golden calf was made. They didn't, no, no goldsmith fashioned the, the, uh, the calf, this thing that they made. Uh, it's a really interesting thing because what they did is they took all the gold they had that they took out of Egypt, that God you know, told them to bring, and they threw it all in the fire. And while that gold was in this fire, the fire, by Satan's power, created a calf. And that's why they worship that calf so much, because no one made the calf. The fire made the calf. That is like, how did that happen? Now you have to really go back there and look at that, and you won't see it if you if you go really fast and read it like a novel, you'll miss that. And so they worship that idol that that they made. So that idol was spiritual. It came out of the fire. It was a spiritual, ungodly, satanic, evil idol that they bowed down to, and they turned their back on God, because the man of God, Moses had been gone for 40 days, and they don't know what happened to them. They had no patience, they had no tolerance, they had no love, no kindness, nothing. It's really sad, really sad, because they cannot, they kept forgetting all the things that God did for them. And they would forget it in a flash of a moment, they'd forget it. And you gotta remember all the blessings, that's why you gotta give testimony. 
Because if you don't, this is a testimony of if you don't give testimony continuously, then you're going to forget all the things that God has done in your life. And when that happens, you, Revelation 12, 11 kicks in, and that means you, over, you, you cannot overcome Satan. Because to overcome Satan is by the blood of the Lamb, by the words of our testimony, and you love not your life unto death. So what they were doing, they were not testifying of the mighty and wonderful works of God. They stopped doing that and they started loving their life. So they took 1211 and they invited Satan to come into their camp. That's how it works. So if Satan's in your family, Satan's around in your ministry, that's how it is. You stopped telling about what, how, what God's been doing in your life. That's why in almost every time I talk, I'm always giving testimony or some story that God has done. I'll give you one right now. The Lord said to leave the house now. I was gonna leave in another half hour, 40 minutes. I was pretty early getting here. And uh, so I went to, straight to the bank and uh, I was able to minister to the bank teller and to the officers that are standing out in the lodge, or the lodge, uh, the lounge, or whatever that's called, in the front part of the bank. And then the Lord said, uh, uh, move right along to catch the, the skip. I mean, move right along to catch the bus. All right, so I started moving pretty fast and I, if I would have went straight, I would have missed the bus. But the Lord turned this light on at the corner and made me walk across the street. And when I walked across the street, I was able to go faster to cross the street of Canyon. And by the time I crossed the street and stood there at the bus stop for like 30 seconds, bus 204 came up and dropped me off right there. It was absolute pristine, perfect timing. And that is God telling me that I heard from God, I was willing to hear, I heard it, I understood it with my heart, and I acted upon that word, see? So that's a testimony of God in John's life. Right? Always be giving testimony of what God is doing in your life. Rebecca up there in Middletown, Ohio, she always gives testimony. She, I've never known anybody who gives so many testimonies. Constantly, every time she mentions, talks to me, or, or texts me, or whatever, she's given a testimony. Yeah, a testimony. That's why God is using her so mightily. I praise God for Rebecca. Sister Rebecca up there in Ohio. Because of her testimony. No one else is giving me testimony. I don't hear a testimony. Now Brent's another one. Brent gives me testimonies all the time. Our pastor at our church. He gives me testimonies all the time. But everybody else, I never hear a testimony. I ask for testimonies, but nobody knows. Uh, no, I don't have a testimony. How sad. What that does, it invites Satan to come into your life and for you to make a golden idol a golden calf, and God's gonna take that golden calf and he's gonna put it in the fire, he's gonna grind it up into powder, and he's gonna spatter it around the water, and he's gonna make you drink of it. And that's pretty sad, pretty sad. And you don't think that's gonna happen? Wait and see. People who are in sin, wait and see. The wages of sin is death. Well, I'm born again, I'm saved. Does that change the law? Nope, it sure doesn't, sure doesn't. God's very, I tell you, things are changing. The body of Christ, you see two bodies start to form. You start, you see it in the church. I see it so clearly, but I've been around a long time. I knew when there was just one body. Now there is one body, one head, Jesus Christ, of one body of Christ. But out of that body is coming another body. It's very clear, very, very clear. And that other body has corrupt Bibles, corrupt teaching, a whole nother gospel is being built right alongside the body of Christ. 
and people are born again over there too. I tell you, it's really serious business. So watch this in Revelation chapter 4, verse 5. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. That was Moses up there on the mountain, and there was voices and thunderings that came down, covering their smoke and cloud, smoke. And Moses is inside that, communing with God. That's where God gave us the Ten Commandments. Are you violating the Ten Commandments? You think the Ten Commandments God threw out? I don't think so. Those are still valid, still working today. You, know? you think God took away, honor your father and mother? You think, oh, you don't have to do that anymore? The way Christians talk nowadays, you would think so. Because no one preaches the Ten Commandments. Most people can't even, they don't even know where it's in the Bible. They don't even know where it is. They couldn't tell you one commandment, one of the Ten Commandments. They couldn't tell you one of them. Uh, you know, they couldn't tell you one. And if they do, they make it up. So right here, they were breaking one of the Ten Commandments that God already gave Moses before he even got to the camp. There should be no other gods before you. No other gods before you. A god is an idol, Satan, the devil, the world, your car, your good looks, women with all their makeup on, making them look like a goddess. You think that's holy? I don't think so. I'm not talking, I'm not against makeup. We all wear, you know, I wear, you know, a cream over my lips. You know, I'm not against that. But when you glorify your flesh to attract people to you rather than to God, you are walking a dangerous walk. I guarantee it. You're walking a dangerous walk. Men, the way you dress, you're to be an example for women. And men dress like they're women. Men dress unholy and ungodly. That's the, that's the people I'm talking about. They're in this other body that's coming out of this body and forming. And they're going to pull away, and they're going to—it's going to be sad. I've never said that before, but I've seen it coming about like you can't believe. They have their own music, they have their own doctrine, they have their own Bibles, and they detest the King James Bible. They detest it. They hate it. It's on the Catholic blacklist. You cannot read the King James Bible or any Bible that's not Catholic-approved. And all these other Bibles in this other body that's growing. They read Bibles that are all, every one of them, are Catholic approved. But this is not a Catholic approved Bible at all. Just telling you like it is, man. Revelation chapter 4, and out of the throne proceedings, lightnings and thunderings and voices. The throne. Moses is before God. Before the throne of God, spiritually speaking. While people were sinning. Here's Moses came out of those people into God and all the people that Moses was with that all came together are down there in sin in the valley. In sin, worshiping a golden idol that, that Satan created in the fire. And they worship because it was a miracle right before their eyes, a satanic miracle right before their eyes. It had power and authority and it put all the people in authority to that golden calf. That, is, that represents the Antichrist that's coming. That everyone's going to bow their knee to the Antichrist. That's that other body. They're going to invite the Antichrist in, and they're going to bow their knee. And they're two separate, two separate gods, two separate Jesus, two separate Christ. Two separate. That's why I tell people, quit highlighting verses in corrupt Bibles. Quit pointing words to those corrupt Bibles. You're sowing seeds. You're actually doing a great disservice 
to the body of Christ that God is building. Because Jesus said, I will build my church, my body, the she part of the word of God, the she, the female, the wife of Christ, that's us. And if you have an adultery affair, I'm not talking about people, I'm talking about spiritual. According to the word, just like Moses did, he wrote a certificate of divorcement. And Jesus can do the same thing. I never knew you. Here's your divorcement. You think that's not going to happen? You wait and see. Wait and see. And voices. God spoke to them. And there were seven lamps of fire. Seven lamps of fire. These seven lamps portray ministers. There are also angels over the churches. We are like... We're made, not, we're made a little lower than the angels. I, I can't remember what the King James says. But anyways, so we can be like ministers of flame and fire. We can be full of the fire of God. We can be in the fire of God. And it won't hurt us if you have no sin. But if you have sin, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do some damage there. Fire burning. That fire wasn't out. The fire was burning. Got under that. Burning. Burning. Probably hot. Hot. Burning hot. Can fire be hotter than normal? Yes, you can turn the heat up on fire. You can make a fire hotter. You can burn up. You had a campfire with pine, it would be a certain temperature, but you put a, build a campfire with oak and it's a hotter fire. Hotter fire. Because it's a harder wood. Amen? And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne. Before the throne. That's where Moses was, before the throne of God. God gave him the Ten Commandments while everybody's down there. See the two bodies right there? Moses is a type and shadow of Jesus Christ. Moses is like the body of Christ. Moses was a mediator, an intercessor. So is Jesus, a mediator, an intercessor. God bless you. Right. Before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Seven spirits, seven angels of God, right? So you can see a little bit. So here, the angels of God were here, but here, the devils were here. The angels of Satan were here. Here, the angels of God were here. You see what I'm talking about here? These are spiritual, look, looking with spiritual eyes to these verses. That was number two and number two. You see the fire here? You see the, the opposites here? You see the both ends, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end? The blessing and the cursing, right? The light and the dark, all that kind of stuff. It's really important to understand the Word of God, not just black ink on paper, but to study it such, in such a way with your spirit, with the Holy Ghost, to have the Holy Spirit open the Word of God to you, to give you eyes to see the Word and a heart to understand what you're seeing and then an ear to hear the Spirit speak to you. It brings a magnificent blessing to your life. Just like on a true study class, we talked about having a more excellent ministry. If you want to know what a more excellent ministry is, then tune into our class today. Yeah, this is, that was class 116. It's called intercession. Well, I talked all about intercession because it's one of the words in our true study book. I really encourage you to be a part of that. It's really doing a great work. What you're seeing right here has come out of the True Study book. This is a fruit of that book. And people tell me that that book isn't of any value to them. They'd throw in the closet, put in the drawer, 
put down the garage, throw in the trash can because they don't see the value, because their eyes are blinded. Because that tool, the True Study Book, is a tool by God to get you into the Word of God. It's amazing. It's amazing. And that's why it's easy to, to stop doing it, because it's hard to get into the Word of God. Not hard to get saved. It's easy. It's just a free gift. Just take it. But to get into the Word of God and be trained up in the Word of God so that you can walk and live in the Word of God is, takes effort. And effort is work. And work is hard sometimes. That's why people don't want to do it. So the True Study book is work. It's a workbook. It's a notebook. It's a logbook. I built it like a logbook because I'm a long-haul trucker, 40 years, retired now. So I built it like a logbook. And I use it every day. I've been using it since the trade towers came down. That was a long time ago. I had it in a legal pad, and now I put it in a book, and uh, looking good. <laughs> All right, so let's pray. So Lord, I thank you that we can come out here. I thank you, Lord, that we can... Uh, Lord, I thank you that we can come out here and do your word, do your work. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in my life because you just asked me to take off my hat. You've never in my life told me to take off my hat. But the sense that I'm getting from you, Lord, is that this is holy ground. And I took my hat off as symbolic, 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 symbolic to take my sandals off, as you told Moses, because you're standing on holy ground. Because the head and the feet are similar. The hands and the feet are similar. You wash our hands and wash our feet. And so we took our hat off to honor you, Lord. Because uh, I, I, you're doing something mighty in my life, Lord, and I'm so thrilled that you love me so much and you haven't thrown me away or haven't gotten rid of me, but you're still using me and after all these decades and you're giving me new understanding and new insights into the Word of God, opening the mysteries of God to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're doing. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you touch every person that's watching this. Touch them, Lord. We're touching people in our church. We're touching people for heaven. In this ministry, that's what we do. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for allowing me to take my hat off. It feels uncomfortable, Lord. But, uh, Serving you is often uncomfortable, and uh, but I'm okay. <laughs> I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God is good. <laughs> All right, man. That's it for today. Tuesday, I'll be at, uh, if I'm physically able, at 28th and Iris, 11 to 3. So I'm going to try to be here until 3 o'clock today if I can. If I can't, well... I got here early, so I'm here, and uh, if I can't make it, I can't make it. Doing the best I can. Still coming out of that utter, total exhaustion in the last several weeks, actually a couple months since October. And uh, I'm really battling trying to come out of that exhaustion. So uh, I'm asking people to pray if they want to. Don't need to. You don't have to. But if you do pray, I'm asking for strength. Because by the reason of strength, we can go to four score. I'm, I'm already at the three score and ten, but by the reason of strength, by the reason of strength, that's the verse I'm using, everything we ask has to be in the Bible. By the reason of strength, four score, that's 80 years. 
that gives me another 10 years. So if God wants to add more, it'll be more because of strength. So strength will keep me going. I no longer can rely on my youthfulness that I've had all my life. I've been a very youthful, childlike person. I've not been suffering with uh, uh, problems in my body after I came through a lot of problems in my youth, my childhood. So my adulthood has been very, very good. All right, so anyways, God bless you, man. I love you very much. Take care. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.